Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Teach On Teach Strong podcast. And today's episode is kind of touching back on the interviewing series that we did a few weeks ago. And if you want to check out the other episodes in that series, you can listen to episode 119, which was titled Five Signs It's Time for Promotion in Your Teaching Career. Episode 120 is How to Know When It's Time to Teach in Another School. And episode 123 which is six signs that you're sabotaging your teacher job hunt. And today's episode is called How to Determine Morale of a School When Interviewing. And this was a request from Tonya. So hey, Tonya. So she emailed me wanting to know more about something that I mentioned in one of these episodes, and that's how to recognize signs of staff morale in a school when you're in the interviewing process. Now, at the start of my career, I didn't even know that I should be looking for this. I was just so desperate to get a job that I went for the first one I saw and I got that job straight away and that was really it. I didn't even look into the school, its reputation or anything. And if you've listened to episode one, you'll know that that was a really tough school for me. And once I'd started and realized how hard it was, I even said to myself, just do this for a year and then move on. But Things didn't work out that way for many reasons. I did stay there for almost a decade in the end. Looking back, I'm really not quite sure how I did it, but I'm glad I had the experience because it has taught me a lot and I've developed so many skills that I definitely wouldn't have had if I wasn't thrown in at the deep end. So it's okay that it didn't work out that way, but being in that school and I, you know, I didn't look anywhere else for a long period of time, I learnt quite quickly that there are things that I do want to make sure that I look for when I go for another job in another school. And so after many years of experience under my belt, by the time I was finally ready to move on, I did know more of what I was looking for in a school and staff morale, positive staff morale was right up there on my list. Now that's because, you know, we had a few different head teachers come in and that kind of changed the dynamics of the school and I noticed these things changing and then I realised, yeah, staff morale really makes a difference to how everything works and how people feel, obviously, and the whole culture of a school. So it's something that's really high upon my list. Now after viewing a few schools and going on a couple of interviews, I soon started spotting signs to look out for. And those are what I'm going to share with you today. So let's get straight into it. I always advise that you try and visit a school before you even apply. Preferably when the kids are there too, so you can get a true representation of the working day and the culture of the school. And then you can decide whether you even want to go through the long, laborious process of applying and interviewing. But if that's not possible, still take notes while you're there on the interview. There is no shame in pulling out if you realise it is not right for you. It's better to not waste anyone's time. And yeah, that's disappointing, but why waste anyone's time? Yes, people could say, but you should do it for the interview experience. Yeah, fine, fair enough. But if you don't desperately want that job, it's okay to say this is not right for me. But there are things that we should look out for. So let's come up with a list of those things, shall we? Number one, what is the communication like? before you even arrive. Are they prompt in getting back to you via email or on the phone or whatever? Are they polite and friendly? These are all signs of respect. Whether you work there or not, you should, well, I do anyway, I'd want to work in a place where people are polite and respectful to others. Whether you're going to get anything out of this person or not is irrelevant. 
I think everyone should be treated with respect and that is replying promptly and being polite. It's a basic expectation but that's not always the experience. It's not. So look out for things like that. That's a good sign. Number two, when you get there, how friendly are the staff to your face? (laughs) Are people smiling lots? Are they greeting you? A stranger in their school, are they acknowledging your existence? I had been to one school where I wasn't really acknowledged. They kind of just looked straight through new people, perhaps because it was a school with such high turnover. They're used to seeing strange faces and didn't really think anything of it. But then I was in another school where it was much more of a community atmosphere And so when someone new was around, it was like, oh, someone new, hi, welcome, welcome to our family kind of experience. And that is something that I look for. That's really important to me. I like to to know that I'm feeling valued and part of the community, whether I work there or not. If they're just smiling and acknowledging you and saying, hi, welcome, hi, that is a really good sign of positive staff morale. In a place with negative morale, people are usually depressed in their own worlds, looking at the floor, running around like headless chickens, trying to get everything done. And you can feel the tension. I was once in a school where, I think it was during my training days and I was going to different schools, kind of just learning. And there was one school where they had inspectors in. And the <laughs> day one, there were no inspectors. And day two, they got the call and it was like a different school. I walked in the first day where everyone was smiling and happy and nice. I was like, oh, how lovely. And then the second day, everyone's face looked like thunder. No one was smiling. I was in everyone's way. People just wanted me to move. Like, And I'm not saying that's a culture thing. That's clearly a result of the stress that they were under. So yes, you can feel tension and you can feel stress. So just pay attention for that. Okay, number three ask questions about morale, staff turnover, well-being, all these things. Ask the leaders and watch their reactions. Because I once asked a head teacher what morale was like at the school and the head kind of stumbled a bit, didn't know what to say and said um, I should just ask the staff for that question. Interesting. It's funny that the heads are reluctant to answer that question. Like, first of all, you want to be in touch with how your staff feel. So that's kind of a sign that you want to look out for. Does the head, do the leaders, are they in touch with the teachers? Do they know how they feel? Do they take action to help support them? These are signs that I look for. I would also advise asking other people in the school what they think of the leadership. So what what is their day like? How are they supported? Good leadership is so vital. My first score, I said earlier, was tough. But the head there had my back to the end. I recall once a parent was, apparently, I never saw this, but a parent stormed into school demanding to see me and wanted to like rip my face off or something. She was really mad. The head was literally like a guard dog and said, there is no way you are going anywhere near my staff. You can talk to me if you have an issue. And I never had to deal with that parent. I was completely protected. I will always, always love my previous head for that and they will have my eternal loyalty for the way that I was looked after in that school. I think that is amazing. Sadly, I can't say I've ever had that experience with any other heads since. Many schools these days, I feel, bow down to parents and will do anything to please them, right? But there are some good ones out there that will put you first and put their staff and their well-being first rather than throwing them under the bus. So do some probing and get a feel for the kind of people who are in leadership and what they stand for. 
Even post some scenarios like the one I described with the parent and see what they would do. Would they say, well, I'll just let that teacher talk to the parent? and, <laughs> Or would they arrange a meeting together? Or would they just say, there's no way I'm letting you talk to that teacher? You're going to deal with me when you're this angry. I'm not letting you go anywhere near them. See what they would do. Remember, yes, you are interviewing, but this is a two-way street. You need to know that the school is right for you too, not just the other way around. Number four, look for other signs. For example, does the school have a welcoming staff room or teacher lounge? Do they do social events together? Bonding? Are there communities within the school that get together and look out for each other? Are there little tribes, like little book clubs or things like that that kind of get people together? Is there like a well-being box or suggestion box or something? Is there anyone on leadership whose responsibility is staff well-being? All these are kind of signs that they're at least on the right track and it's on their radar and morale is important to them. So look for those. Number five, how do people look to you? So it's kind of similar to an earlier point we made, but do a quick scan of how people look. Are they smiling? Are they happy? Are they welcoming? Are they laughing? Or are they frazzled, stressed? Are their heads down? Are they short-tempered? These are key signs to look for. And I mean really pay attention. In particular, how do they look when they're not interacting with you? Because it's easy to put on a smile when meeting someone new. Look for how they're behaving naturally. Just generally getting on with their day, walking around the school. How do people look? And finally, how are the kids behaving? Yes, this one's interesting. Try and get out and watch them when they're at break in particular. <laughs> in my first school, which I've, I have talked about a lot, as you know, but there were so many amazing experiences I had there. I can't not draw from it because I learned so much there. But here's a good example. In that school, you would see my students would have been kicking around a bottle, trying to splash each other, which I later realized had piss in it. Yes, disgusting, but that's the truth. Like I said, listen to episode one if you want to know more about my experiences in that school. And if you're dealing with kind of behaviours like that too, you are not alone and you can get through it. But that's not, I, I, I wouldn't choose that now. If I had a choice and I knew better, because like I said, I was a baby teacher when I started. I wasn't looking for these things. But I probably wouldn't have chosen a school where kids were doing that because that's just not the kind of culture that I like to be in personally. But then, in contrast, I went to another school for an interview and I saw kids sitting in a circle. They were laughing, playing, reading, doing each other's hair. All the cuteness. Like, oh my God. Two different worlds. And just watching the kids tells you a lot about the school that you're going into. Harsh but true, but schools with greater behavioural challenges are, of course, going to be tougher working environments and they might affect morale that doesn't have a strong leadership behind it. Okay, as I've said in the past, there's nothing wrong with these challenging schools. You make a serious difference working there. I know, I've done it. But I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I started. And I think we should know as much as we can about the place we're going to work so that we can be better prepared for the journey. So yeah, those are six different things to look out for when you're going to a school for the first time um, and you want to kind of get a feel of morale and what kind of school it, it is. 
it is easy to put on a show, especially if they're they're presenting like, um, you know, open house kind of days. We put on our best light, don't we? If you're really going to try and determine the truth about a school, you've got to look beyond the surface things. So yeah, they might have beautiful murals up on the wall and amazing displays. Try and look beyond the surface things. Look at the people. You'll notice every single point I described there is about the people, their reactions, what kind of things they're expressing, how they're responding, staff and students and leaders alike. It's all about the people. And so really pay attention when you go there and you can get a very good feel of what the school is like. Now, of course, things will change as leadership changes, you know, and then you have to decide, do you want to stick it out or do you want to go with the flow and move on to? That's a decision for later. No school is going to be static. And that's something that we've talked about in the past. And I've had quite a few emails from teachers who thought they'd found their forever school And then things changed and they don't like how it's turned and they're kind of sad about that. And I get it, I know, but that's kind of the way it is. As leadership changes, the school will change and the culture sometimes changes too. So you kind of have to be aware that a forever school might not exist. It's hard to say. Just try and find somewhere for right now and the season that you're in currently, okay? And then if you have to move, then you can move. But at least now with these tips that we've shared today, You know what to look for, okay? So I hope that's helped. Remember, interviewing works both ways. Yes, you want to prove you're right for the school, but you also need to see that the school's right for you too. So always keep your eyes and ears open and look out for these signs. If you want to go back and listen to those previous episodes that I mentioned earlier in this interviewing series, you can always find links to everything mentioned in each episode by going to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 130 and I'll also include the uh, job hunting email course as well which is all about writing a winning teaching application you can find a link to that too it's a free email course Uh, sign up on that link I just gave you and finally if you found value in this podcast all I ask is that you share it with a teacher friend and leave a review on iTunes I don't promote this podcast at all I kind of let it grow organically And the only way it's going to do that is through you. And I want us to help as many teachers as we can. As you know, I am still teaching in the classroom. I'm not just at home talking about it. I'm actually doing it. And this does take a lot of time and cognitive energy to think up things for you. And I just hope that they're helping you. And if they are, then I'll keep doing it. And the more people it helps, the better, really. So, yes, please do share it and review it. That really helps and shows me that you value what we're doing here. And next week, we're going to be looking at how to organise your teacher life in 10 minutes. And I'm quite excited about the episode and I think you'll find a lot of benefit in it. So that's what you can look forward to next week. Teach on and teach strong, guys, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.